how was my run? Yeah, how was your run? Uh, it was, I hate it every time. It's horrible. You hate it every time. You just keep every doing time. it anyways. Just I, yeah, because then I, I like how I feel after the run. Yeah, do you not get a runner's high? Yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you're naturally just a little bit high on life. Yeah, I don't need any runner's high. So you don't need in a fact, runner's the, high. Yeah. the whole purpose of me running is to, is to exhaust me so that I'm not so hyper on like, <laughs> like here. So everyone can understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Welcome back to Adulthood Friends. This is the discussion-based podcast where two former childhood acquaintances, now friends, discuss the things that matter. The things that matter, not things the things that, that truly matter. Whatever, whichever one you like, whichever one you prefer. Uh, um, we're never going to settle. We're never going to settle on. No, I just that based on the episode. Last time we said truly, this time we say. Well, well, the things that maybe matter. The things that maybe matter. I like that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The things that maybe matter. The things that maybe matter. We'll just throw a different adverb in every episode. Is maybe an adverb? I guess it is. Oh, wait, is it? I think it's more. Uh, that's hard to. Hmm. That's a good question. Let's Google it. You and I should know these things. Oh, whatever. We're supposed to be good at words. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be. It is an adverb. Yeah. So, hey. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be talking about insecurities. So I think it's safe to say that we're all kind of affected by that, either by our own or others' insecurities. So it seemed like a nice universal topic. Insecurities. Yeah. Insecurities. I Let's... can't wait to talk about insecurities. <laughs> I can wait, actually. How about we don't talk? I'm insecure about talking about insecurities. Yeah, we should point out this was not, Josh was not uh, enthused about this choice, but. Well, it's the, it's the whole part, that's what an insecurity is. You want to, so, yeah. I was enthused about you choosing a topic and you went right yeah. for a topic that is like, let's talk about things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah, also the fact that you were so hesitant really like made me want to discuss it even more. So, so <laughs> that's enough chitter chatter. Let's uh, get into mm-hmm. it. back so josh yes aya give me a a full list of your insecurities please <laughs> you have one minute no yeah okay I'm, starting with well what, how about you you first so really what i want to talk about or what we wanted to talk about today josh however um reluctantly was how do you deal with insecurities? So not just your own, but how do you deal with other people having insecurities, right? Because we're not just dealing with our own. Maybe we deal mm. with a partner's insecurities. We deal with a right. parent's insecurities, a friend's insecurities. So how do you approach them? And are there maybe some insecurities that you felt you've overcome? Sometimes we can talk about insecurities very easily. And those are usually the ones that we feel kind of farther away from or that we yeah, accepted in some way. Exactly. They're, they used to be a problem, but now we've grown past it or we've accepted this part of us. Mm-hmm. And maybe there are some that you still struggle with. And um, there is that critical inner voice that we have mentioned before. So like that running commentary, just like the asshole in your brain, just like the little pointing out everything you're brain. doing. Yeah. <laughs> the little eye you shine <laughs> in your brain, pointing out everything you're doing incorrectly, how badly you're doing it what a terrible person you are for all of the things you're doing badly and just the worst things about yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe am I the only one with one of those? I no, know. I think you're, you're onto something there. We do have that little voice. I think most of us do. Yeah, I think so. And uh, a lot of the time it comes with a belief that there's something inherently wrong with us. So, I mean, if you're really listening to that voice, 
or if you identify a lot more with that voice than you might think there's something very wrong with me and just me. Interestingly though, many people think that. So it's at least a problem that you share with many people if you are one of those. Um, Josh, you're so quiet. It's so strange. <laughs> I, maybe you ran a bit too long because I've never or been maybe, allowed to talk for or this maybe long we're and it talking about, makes me a little anxious. <laughs> maybe we're talking about insecurities and I'm like, I can be quiet now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> That's I'm okay. just going to sit back and see what happens here. Yeah, um, you're very insecure about insecurities. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. So I think we could kind of sort them. There are those, the most obvious ones. So things like body image, physical appearance in general, that's a pretty obvious one. I'd say most people have something like that. Then there's like intelligence, other personality things. We all kind of worry about that stuff too. Uh, for the most part, I guess ignorance is bliss. There must be someone out there not worrying about that stuff. And then I think there are those like, those things that feel a bit more specific to us. So just like that one little, that little Some thing. Some experience that, just, that like yeah. triggered a specific insecurity in you that exactly. is so like, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So those are, those can get fun. And I mean, I'm always fascinated when people tell me about those things. And I actually thought <laughs> when I was kind of thinking about this, I started thinking about Mrs. Delaney again, our dear old, <laughs> dear dead Mrs. Delaney. Oh because, my Lord. <laughs> because. Well, one, I don't have to worry that she's going to listen to this, so I can say whatever I want, unless people go to Spotify when they die. That's, people that's go to, no, point. that's great. That's great. <laughs> I mean, it's, no, it's great. I think that's right. Maybe people go to Spotify when they die. Now we know your religious beliefs. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to rest in peace. Who knew? Um, I after, after crapping on everyone's religious beliefs a couple episodes <laughs> ago, turns out you believe people go to Spotify when they die. <laughs> I didn't even know. I I think I'm just having a I'm having a religious. Mrs. Delaney, Mrs. Delaney right is now. up there in heaven, assumedly. I hope she's uh, listening. I hope she's yeah. listening to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking of Mrs. Delaney as one of those adults. Okay, because let's be serious. Many of our insecurities come from very early on, right? They'll be like, "Oh, as a kid, I was this and this and this," and that has carried on, whether or not anybody sees that in you as an adult, or even if you're like that anymore. So I was like, about Mrs. Delaney as one of the examples of an adult, and I mean, kids do it too, and people in general, they tend to notice the thing that you're the most insecure about, or that maybe you weren't insecure, but you will be by the time they're done with you, right? So <laughs> yeah, and kind of, it's kind of like picking out a weakness in someone and attacking it. It's just like a, a chink in the armor, but it's actually just like something about you that's just so bullyable. I don't know, is that a... Oh, you're talking to, yeah, no, I have lots of bullyable traits. So I, you know, for not sure. Not you, I'm not saying you specifically. <laughs> no, you're but I mean, I can this... under, I relate. I understand. Yeah, you that. relate. Exactly. So I get exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I mean, she bullied. But you're yeah. bringing out Mrs. Delaney. Are you, did Mrs. Delaney do, did she, yeah. did this teacher bring out an insecurity in you? Of that course. Was... I mean, so she's just an easy one to pick out. I think, um, so, I mean, I don't know if this is the best example. I wasn't going to start with this one, but. I, I'm, I cry very easily as an adult, as a child all the time. And I've always seen it as like a, it's not just that I've seen it as a sign of weakness, but it's generally considered like you're weak. You can't take criticism. I mean, Mrs. Delaney was one of the people who pointed this out. So was my dance teacher. She'd say, some of you are really good at taking criticism. 
and some of you don't and I mean I get along with her now and she's very nice so I guess I don't want to um, <laughs> for those listening Mrs. Delaney was a very I mean she, <laughs> I she is an old she's an old school like if she could beat you she would have teacher yeah but she Let's wasn't allowed and she would and she would remind you she would remind you like oh if these laws hadn't changed in my day I could actually yeah you know, she would say that you wouldn't be able to walk after we were done did she did she say that or is that just like what we've added on to her? no she did actually I think she actually used to say like you're, you're lucky you know you're lucky this isn't like 40 years ago right yeah I feel like she's she used like, to say stuff like that but I'm disappointed it's not 40 years ago because these yeah, meters. She's like, is like, this ruler? She threatened us with stick. a meter stick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, were those things good for anything but being like fake swords? I feel like, yeah, um, they were basically like, what did you, they were basically just you, to beat kids with. Yeah, they must have been. <laughs> um, so, and for those of you who don't know who Mrs. Delaney is, I don't know why I suddenly assumed that everyone knew. We did talk she about was, her in a previous episode. We did talk but, about her, but maybe this is the first one you're listening to. So she's, um, so picture Jane Lynch dressed in like an extremely <laughs> it's a yeah it's a similar look in her angriest role but also like sickly sweet occasionally so that yeah like she did she read Harry I one of my favorite memories of Mrs. Yeah, Delaney she read, she read, she read yeah. Harry Potter to us and I loved yeah. I got into Harry Potter because of that she did ruin my book though like I lent her the second Harry Potter and she like cracked the spines of books so she would Ooh. bend it backwards so my second hair, like the first and third ones are fine. And like, I gave them to my nephews and they're like, what's wrong with the second one? I was like an evil old lady destroyed it because it, she would smoke next to it. And it would, it stank like smoke oh. and it, it fell apart. Like the spine broke. So guys don't break well. the spines of books. Anyways, that's not the worst thing she did. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. No, it, it's, it's confusing. Cause she was really lovely a couple in things. some ways and really like. But that's also, I mean, others. let's be honest. She was kind of an abusive teacher and kind of very and that's the thing about abusive people is that they're not abusive all the time abusive people can be nice sometimes yeah yeah and then you get a that's a cognitive dissonance you get in your head sometimes about your loyalty to those people and and things like that because you remember the good too they're not they're not just totally evil but yeah she she made everybody cry she made me cry a lot yeah (laughs) that's fair I guess I just because she used to say um I guess like I, I had a big mouth. I mean, I was a little kid. We all kind of, but one of my things was I would say things that maybe I shouldn't say. I guess I haven't gotten over that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's changed? No, this will be a running joke throughout this episode. <laughs> so she used to say to me, uh, oh, you can dish it out, but you sure can't take it, sunshine. And I was like, I guess I can't take it. I can. Yeah, what's it changed? Out. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Okay, we're gonna stop. Now. We're gonna stop this. <laughs> But it's yeah, a preemptive I mean, it attack because with... you're going to do this <laughs> <What>? to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. I'm just taking notes right now. Josh was... Preemptive strike. Reminder to attack him at his weakest <laughs> point. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like maybe this isn't the best. Ex- it's one of the examples of something that's particular, but I I can't even get in a in a serious conversation. I'm getting better at it, but for a long time, I couldn't have a serious conversation Um without crying <laughs> like, really it was just, yeah it was just like I I, I don't remember you ever crying really oh that's I don't great. think I've ever seen you cry are you sure that seems I mean funny. as a kid it must have happened but I it happened I don't all remember the time. it maybe you just avoided yeah. it well I used to run away and hide there was a bathroom that I really liked yeah 
<laughs> like moaning myrtle from harry potter yeah it was moaning myrtle it was actually like the the bathroom that didn't work in the basement i had like a little corner oh there, but i was like it's good that was your um, cry space it was my little cry space yeah now, now I it, use correct closets. me if i'm wrong isn't it less of a like aren't i don't i always felt like oh girls can cry and no one cares like i mean as a guy if you cry more that was kind of a that was kind I understand of a thing that. right uh yeah so okay so there aren't as many like it wasn't a problem of my gender, but I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be seen as weak. I would say you were the kind of, like we said, top of the food chain in the class. Oh, no, the no. Girls. But I mean, you kind of, you exerted a sense of power. Maybe you didn't want to, you didn't want to like betray that by crying think, in front of the people mm, that you had power I think, over. I think it was less that. I think it was more just like I saw, I saw being sensitive as, so this is what I, what I was getting to as with a weakness. crying is being sensitive was seen as a weakness. And it, it still, it often is like, um, I noticed this with like my nephew who's, we were saying like, oh, he's, he's sensitive. And for me, that's a compliment, but like he was, he took it as an insult. And he was like, when kids say you're sensitive, it means like, it's a bad thing. And I was like, oh yeah. Cause you say like, oh, why are you so sensitive? Nobody's like, oh, you're, well, maybe they do say, oh, you're so sensitive. But anyways, <laughs> it felt like a weakness. Maybe that was a bad insecurity to start with. I should start with. No, but wait, I have a question. Did you like, did you Ever attack I'm being other insecure about which insecurity I chose. <laughs> did you ever attack other people for, for crying? Like, did you ever no. like, make fun of them? I don't think so. No, I actually can't watch other people crying without crying. Without a crying? Legitimate. Like, if they're really crying, I'll usually, like in movies. That's empathy right there. That's some empathy you got. I don't know. Empathy. I feel like it's, it's something. Sure, let's say I'm, like, really empathetic. I'm just, like, so empathetic. <laughs> I just can't even, I just can't even not cry. I like, I mean, um, I like how your insecurity is that you, like, cry, you, you, you feel like you cry too easily. Like, to <laughs> me, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't want to, like, yeah. undersell your insecurity. No, I mean, no, that's, please. If that bothers you, but I, I don't know, I, especially as we get older, it's, I don't think cry, we, I think many of us can agree, oh, that's great, you're sensitive, and you, but you care. sometimes you're angry. And you're trying to get something out or you want to be serious and you just start crying or like, like I cry at the worst times. And it, if I get into like a, okay. So one time this was at the dance school, I don't know. I did something wrong and they pointed it out again. And the teacher said something like, I don't know how we're going to get through to you. You keep doing the same mistake over and over again. Ooh. For some reason it set me off. I don't know why. Like they were always kind of like that. It's so like, it's and a I, hard it's a little harsh to like a, a kid. Yeah. And I just started like hiccupy, I can't breathe, cry for hours, literally like the rest of the day. I kept doing the dancing stuff and I was just crying the entire time. Like, what am I supposed to do? I couldn't calm down. So that causes anxiety. I can see that. No, this is, that's how we're going to feel after every every session here. I mean, it's a good entryway point here because uh, honestly, and it's interesting because for some people that's more of an insecurity than others. And I think that's one of the things we can get into. For you, that's like a huge insecurity. And for other people, that's like a badge of honor. And then maybe for, you know, for yeah. it, it really depends on, um, I mean, I, there's other people out there. I, I remember being insecure about the fact that I didn't cry. Here, let's go super serious. <laughs> like when my mother passed, I didn't cry like oh. uh, for a little while. I did eventually, well, but, that's but also I was insecure normal. about that. Okay. I, we learn about how that's normal and, and why and stuff. But I remember being super insecure about not crying. Aren't I supposed to cry? What does that mean? What does that make yeah. me? You know? And then you, I mean, the way we respond to death and everything, we've got, we've got into that before, but that's the whole, 
that's the whole other thing to get into. But yeah, I mean, it can go, you know, imagine not crying when you feel like you should cry it can also be an insecurity. And these, it, it depends what can, what can trigger those things. I mean, I guess a good question is where do insecurities come from yeah. in the first place? Okay, and like, I want to you know get to where that, this came from for you. But I, I do want to. I, I just realized, like while we were talking, I think it's partly the loss of control. It's like the lack of control over the crying. That's that's the. Oh, problem. okay. Does that make sense? You like yeah. to have control, and you couldn't control this thing about you, and that was weak. Ever. Exactly. Yeah. There we mm-hmm. go. Okay, well, let's get that back. That is to interesting. That so that's that does answer part of the question. We're asking where do these oh, yeah. these insecurities come from. Well, that's one thing. Mm. That's one idea, right? So that's one that's very, that comes from you and your own sense of need for control. So that's where that insecurity comes from, that you're betraying your own identity. Like you, I, yeah. you identify as this. You, you say, this is who I am. And then your own actions betray who you say you are. And yeah. that causes you an insecurity. That's exactly it. Oh man, this is better than therapy. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> this is therapy. This is free. We're basically just, you guys are just, just like listening our in on our therapy. <laughs> our co-therapy sessions. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we just I don't know. You, slap on a title, call it a podcast. and. Yeah. I mean, you know what other types of insecure, every time we, you, people have probably listened to us and heard our insecurities actually come out while we're talking before. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably. I have a, I have a big insecurity about my own, hyperness in my voice and how I'm like I talk I can talk a lot and I can talk really really fast everybody who knows me who's known me through my life they know this this is like a Josh thing right he talks really fast but the worst thing is that I don't want to I don't start off a conversation going oh my god I'm gonna steamroll them with my voice today (laughs) it's this is one of those things that like from the outside I think feels very different than from the inside so maybe it's annoying for you like sometimes it's I'll just be like Josh oh my god go for a run but like (laughs) the fact that I have to go for a run to calm down my voice (laughs) is just so like I'm condescending myself uh like they're their child you know go outside (laughs) it it doesn't seem like a bad thing it's like oh my gosh he has so much energy I mean you could positively spin it yeah but I mean, what, where do these things come from, right? I remember grade two, we had a teacher, Miss Kinahan. We talked about her before too. She's the one I'm pretty sure who coined the name Motormouth. She called me Motormouth in That's grade so two. I'm sorry That's that I'm grade smiling. Two. It's just a little, yeah, and it's the a thing little is, funny, but it's terrible. I know, but, I, but look at it. I, people who know me today are going, I bet you somebody just listened to me say that and they go, oh yeah, it's so true. Look at him. <laughs> He's basically a Motormouth. And that's not even the only, I think it was either her or somebody else in the class that called me Yak the Yak Ross Littman. And Ross is my middle name. Oh yeah, I was like, what's Um, Ross? Yeah. Yeah, it's my middle name, Yak the Yak Ross Littman. That wasn't fun, you know? And okay, so I started to get very early on this idea that I talk more than other people and I talk faster than other people. Mm. And that's not... That, again, if, if it doesn't fall in line with everybody else, that's not a good thing. And it also gives, it can create a false impression or it can give the impression that I, let's say, I don't like to listen. I love listening to other people. Yeah. But when you talk a lot or you talk really fast, people think that you don't. Right. Sometimes yeah, they're like, oh, he just yeah. probably just wants to talk about him or he has to talk about his own things. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember this, <laughs> this, uh, this extends into adulthood for me. Like, my friend, uh, I have this friend, his name is Jae Woo. Yeah, he's a, you know, Korean guy. 
and we were friends in high school. I was recently, actually, I was a groomsman at his wedding. And <laughs> I remember he said to me, uh, Josh, so I have, to, I have to make a confession to you. I have to tell you something. He's like, for about like the first six months that I knew you, I couldn't understand a thing that you said. <laughs> I didn't know any, I didn't know what I would just, you would say stuff and I would just nod and I would just like nod in agreement and you would just keep going. And you did, I, he's like, I didn't know what you were. I'm like, nothing. He's like, not really. <laughs> and I was like six months or it was like a long yeah. time. Yeah. And okay. I mean the positive side, he, he's, he spun it positively eventually by saying uh, eventually because he had to learn to understand me it helped him understand everybody's English yeah. better because Everybody if he could understand me, <laughs> yeah, if he could understand me, you can understand anybody. So when he eventually, there's like, uh, yeah, it's funny. There's like levels of fluency in a language, right? So like, <laughs> there's like the level, the top level of fluency, and then there's like understanding Josh Littman, like one. That. <laughs> you know what? That's and that's even as you're saying that, like, I'm like cringing, like, oh, I don't want to be that person. Oh, no, but that's no. true. Like, it's just a, I don't want to be that yeah. person. And I asked myself, okay, where does this come from? Why am I like this? And yeah, I mean, there's so many things. I I know that I my brain gets ahead of my my ability yeah. to, you know, I'm I'm constantly I need stimulation, right? My I need mental stimulation. I'm constantly thinking, and I feel like I'm going to lose my train of thought if I don't get it out now. I'm not going to be able to get it out, and I'm always playing catch up with myself, basically. Yeah. And then I start having an insecurity about about like. Does what I have to say, does it even matter? Is it that important? Let oh, yeah, we all have that one too, yeah. Who cares? Like, I didn't need to say what I was thinking. Oh. Um, so then, again, there's a, oh, there's so much that ties into that. But yeah, that's always been a, an insecurity for me. And of course, I make friends nowadays who find the positive in that. I also have a self-awareness about it. So maybe I'll disclaimer people when I start talking to them. I'll say, hey, just so you know, I'm, I get it. I'm exhausting in how I speak. I, I'm, you know, <laughs> you can't get a word in. You're probably trying to get a word in right now. And I'm not even I've been letting trying you. <laughs> for the past 20 minutes. And I just, uh... <laughs> wait, no, this is the episode no. where you've been, no, no, I've no, been talking. See, there we go. I, actually... see, I feel so much better. Do you know how good I feel about that? I'm ruining it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that I actually, I get anxious when I've been talking for too long. I, I actually, I used to, I think I still do it a little bit. I'll occasionally I'll start talking. And if everyone's listening and it's been a while, I'm like, is this even interesting? Is anyone like, should I stop talking? Why am I still talking? Like, I'll do that out loud. People are like, oh my God. Like, it was fine until you started with that. Until you started. <laughs> until you started with that. You, you sabotaged like, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We so sabotage I mean, ourselves. Do you think we sabotage ourselves with our insecurities? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, sometimes nobody would even notice those things or like, I mean, okay it's good to be self-aware. It's good to work on things if you can. Mm -hmm. um, it's good to like know maybe what some problems are, not problems necessarily, but like to know if something is a problem so that you can either accept it or <laughs> try to deal with it in some way. But sometimes if it's something that you can't do anything about or something that really isn't a problem and you just keep making it a problem, it's your insecurity mm -hmm. about that thing that's making it a problem, not the thing itself. But would you say that, I mean, sometimes our insecurities get reinforced for better or worse. Like if I'm censoring myself or I'm slowing down and everyone goes, wow, look at you. You're such a pleasant person to be around. Or if I'm super tired, people like to tell me when I'm tired. Oh, you're so, 
easy to talk to today. Oh my God. You're, you know, you're so normal. Oh. And then I realize, and then apparently only when I'm super tired, am I down at everybody else's level energy wise. <laughs> and then I'm like, wow, I have to be tired and exhausted to, to be oh. normal. And I get re and then I get that reinforced. Right. This is something to be insecure about. So, I mean, it doesn't come from nowhere. Obviously our insecurities do get reinforced, whether it's a teacher yeah. <laughs> telling the whole, by the way, the teacher said that in front of the whole class. Oh, for sure. I definitely remember Motormouth yeah. at least. Yeah. That was a thing that, which first of all, that teacher is now looking back, said a few things in front of the whole class. She like yeah. spoiled the tooth fairy for everybody. Yeah, she's the tooth fairy spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. And she, she, she called out, she called me a Motormouth and anyway. Yeah. She did also teach us to meditate though. So she did teach us to meditate. She made us feel she would, <laughs> she would be like, all right, everybody. Now you're lying on a cloud. I want you to picture the cloud. It's real fluffy and white. And, and now you're floating in the air. You're flying. I feel like you're doing half the Donald Trump right now. You're doing like half of your Donald <laughs> Trump impression. I'm sorry. Right? We have, I've had, maybe that's, I've been doing that impression. You've had four years of practice. Years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I haven't done Miss Kinahan in a while, so excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what she, she talked like. The only she, thing I remember is her like, stop. She used to like put her hands out. Nobody can see me. <laughs> she would put her hands out and yell, stop. And then she would go, the noise That's a good impression. is going down. Going down. And then we would all I have remember to that. It. Yeah. Although and I do she, remember with the meditation, she made me feel like, I thought, wow, if I do this right, I'll be able to fly. Yeah, we I all thought, thought she was meditating me. was levitating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I all thought I thought it was like a superpower. Like I thought she was teaching us to use a superpower. And I mean, now it's normal in classes to like people do meditation now. But back then, meditation was not a thing that people did with kids or like in general. No, that she was, was our first introduction to it. And I mean, this was what twenty, however many years ago. Twenty <laughs> <laughs> <20 Yeah>. something. <laughs> How old are we? We were in but grade yeah. two. That's what. That's what it was. Two. I'd rather talk about anything but insecurities. <laughs> I can see, no, you've done a great job. You're talking about it. You're doing, you're doing great, Josh. It's well, okay. we're, we're starting with the easy ones, aren't we? I mean, this isn't easy, but I guess I've at least come to terms. Like you said, I came to yeah. terms with the fact that I can. Yeah, I talk fast. Everybody knows that. I know that. That one is at least one that's very on the surface and is readily available. There's ones that are beneath the surface, right? Right. Oh, and like the good thing. So what you were saying about whether they sa it can sabotage you or not. I mean, I think you kind of have a good example with the um, talking quickly in that you know how to manage it. So you found a way to manage it. For example, at, before this podcast, you go for a run. So something like that yeah. is like now, something. Okay. To be fair, I sh I, it's a good to do it. Yeah. To be fair, I go for that run. I'd like to, it's a good reason. I need to go for runs. So now okay. it has an extra, cause I hate them. Right. I hate going for runs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I yeah. have to come I up guess... with good reasons. <laughs> sure let's go with that I feel like you're being okay so it's not because you talk too quickly I mean I didn't start running because I talked too quickly <laughs> <laughs> why do you go for runs are you trying to like be fit no, no I just talk yeah, a lot right. I need to tire myself out <laughs> but but I am aware that it puts me in a better mood or it, it mellows me out I get mellowed out a little bit and look, if you don't think I'm mellow right now, what does that say if I don't go for a run then? <laughs> yeah, you can listen yeah. to me talk in episode five or whatever, and you'll, or three or whatever it was. It was. Those, they were still fine. I mean, everything's fine. <laughs> I, 
your energy like, really let's me the, the whole time good yeah actually i'm very <laughs> i'm annoyed more by people who talk slowly so your talk fa- your fast talking is fine <laughs> so we're good you know what i, I mean, do i tend problem. to part of that no is i fill in i fill in silences right so, yeah right, so I, it's never you. uncomfortable if anything, we talk over each other a little too much, but it's fine. Do you feel Everybody's- like that's also like, I have an insecurity about silence sometimes as well. Like it goes the other way. Like I don't, maybe we all I mean, do. That's I don't just, know if that's insecurity. Mo- no, it's, I think it's most, discomfort. Yeah, most people are uncomfortable with silence. Sorry, no, that's not an insecurity. Save it for the next episode, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel in bed that adds to me jibber jabbering too much because I fill in those silences as well right so then i yeah, start but, getting it, it okay. adds to that feeling constantly of of uh i don't shut up <laughs> right but i mean maybe what you deem a silence is actually just people other people like pausing to think or waiting until you're done so that they can start talking but to you it seems like a silence that you need to fill exactly and that's not something yeah. i should you see what i mean on the other hand, I guess there are people I was kind who of being a jerk appreci- there, but you just took it as like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. I'm but, sorry. I mean, yeah. So on the other hand, there are people who probably appreciate when someone else For takes sure. those silences and, and, and so they don't feel the anxiety about having to force or push conversation. So I do yeah. help a lot of introverted people sometimes feel more, more socially com- anxious, et cetera. Yeah. So yeah. I... I mean, I was probably saying and then like, yeah, it, it definitely makes it easier for me to talk because I stop worrying about what I should be saying. And just if a thought comes up, I'm like, I should probably say it now, because if I don't say it now, I won't get a chance because you're you've got a lot of material in there. Right. Like, so I got to say it. You, am I upsetting you? You don't look happy right now. No, no, I'm you're so not. Sorry. I'm just listening. See, <laughs> look, as soon as I'm not talking, you start to wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Josh well, isn't talking right now. You Josh. were inscrutable. Your face was un I couldn't tell what was happening. And then I was like, maybe I'm being mean. This is an insecurity of his. I was just I was out. just I was just listening. You were just listening? Oh, people. See, I got really- negative. I just got negative reinforcement from my listening right there for just being quiet. Oh. So now I'm gonna be now now my brain <laughs> is telling me, wow, I need to keep talking so she doesn't feel uncomfortable when I'm being no. quiet see what I mean it's okay we're good you get reinforced we're good it's okay <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm not helping at all okay so moving on so we have those like specific uh ones I think we got some good examples oh another one I think this is pretty common but social anxiety sometimes reinforced so like I'm often anxious about have I offended someone I feel like I'm talking a lot but I'm sure that'll make you feel better. Oh, Gracie, you're um, having this insecurity. See, that's my insecurity yeah. every single episode. So but I I'm, feel yeah. okay. a relief that it's on so you, you and not me. Perfect. All right. And we're both working through it because I'm very uncomfortable talking too much, but let's see. So I often like I'll leave any kind of social interaction. And on the one hand, I'm like blunt and I'll say whatever, but then I'll go home and be like, oh my God, did I offend this person? Do you think they thought that I was making fun of them? Do you think that I, I didn't mean to blah, blah, blah. And I, I feel all these stupid feelings and um, often no one knows what I'm talking about, but sometimes they do. And sometimes it's worse than I thought. So like, for example, one of the people in my grad school uh, friend group, he often had like parties, him and his like girlfriend would host parties often. And at one of them, um, I don't know, it was kind of late in the night. So we were all getting a bit silly. And one of the girls there, she spoke a few different languages. English wasn't her first language. And when she was telling the story about 
how like in wherever she was from they would like throw a ball over the over like the balcony and toss it to like your friends like you would all play in the same area but for some reason the way she said ball made me think bowl she she must have said ball like bowl and all I pictured was her tossing a bowl of cereal like down three flights (laughs) and having someone catch a bowl of cereal and I just I remember picturing it like that and like and when I explained it to my friend we start laughing hysterically and like it's stupid but it was funny the image in my head and she took and then she took it as like oh they're laughing at me and I felt bad and I was checking with my friend like do you think do you think she was offended by us like and he was like no no she knew we were just like we're just joking around nobody was intending intending to like make fun of her or anything we're just it was a dumb image in your head I was like okay good and months later there's another party at the same person's house and this girl shows up and I'm standing there next to a different friend of mine who I guess looks a little, is this story boring? You look bored right now. No, it's not. It's like, I'm invested oh in the story. It's, it's happening in real time. <laughs> so, real time insecurity. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So I'm like annoyed now that I, I like, I, I'm into the story and now I have to wait oh, even longer. I'm so sorry. Oh, to sorry. get to okay. the, int- it's, it's, it's interesting. Okay. I, I know where I could sense where this is going and I'm, I can already relate. Okay, so this girl, um, the same girl shows up. I'm standing next to a friend of mine that I don't think we look alike, but sometimes people seem to think we do. Both have dark hair. I guess that's similar enough. Um, <laughs> so my friend like goes to the girl, she's like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Like, And the girl's like, oh, we've met. And my friend's like, oh, really? Like, I didn't, where did we meet from? And she's like, yeah, you were laughing at me at the last uh, last time we were here. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so she thinks that's me. <laughs> she thinks there's my a lot friend going on me. here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she remembers and she definitely thought that I was laughing at her, which I wasn't intending. That was not my intention. I felt pretty bad about it, but whatever. So in my head, I could have said something, but I was also thinking like, she looks really angry still. She's clearly been holding this in. And my friend is like, like taller than me. She could like in a fight, she would definitely do a lot better than I would. So like, I'm sitting there like, what should I, I should I like, let I, this happen? I don't want to fight this girl about, I don't know. Like, what was I supposed to, I could have just, okay. In hindsight. Yes. Clearly in hindsight, I should have just been like, that was me, but I really didn't mean to, you know, all of that stuff that nice people say, but <laughs> no, <laughs> I was just sitting there. I like, think I know one of your oh. other insecurities is that you think you're not that nice. That is actually, that's a good one. Um, but we're gonna, we'll get to that. I'm in the middle of my story, Josh. God damn it. <laughs> no, that's good. You're right. Um, so I'm sitting there like watching this unfold and my friend's like, I don't, I don't think so. And she was like, well, it was you or someone like you. And I'm like trying to like look not guilty, however that is. And um yeah, she just kept going on. My friend was like, I swear I wouldn't. I, like, I don't, English isn't my first language. I wouldn't be making fun of your English. She's like, no, I remember this girl. She didn't, she spoke a few languages too. So it, it was weird that she was making fun. And I was like, okay, so she doesn't know that much about me. She also maybe thinks English is my second language. So I'm, maybe I'm safe. <laughs> you, you, you know some Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, we learned some hey, French. My okay. Spanish is better than my Hebrew. Yeah, <laughs> the truth of it. Um, yeah. So she like she knew I was from the Hispanic studies. So she I think she must have assumed that Spanish was my first language. Anyways, oh, wait, when was wait year? When was this? This was like two years ago. Oh, this is recently. <laughs> this is recent. <laughs> Yeah, it was incredible. I was gonna be like, well, you were young, you know. No, you... <laughs> I was not. This is I have no excuse. <laughs> and the whole party, this girl was like staring us down and she knew it was one of us. Oh, I actually I also started blaming a different person who was at the first party, but not, not <laughs> I started going like, no, actually, you just don't remember because she looks we all look similar. I can't admit now, like the longer I wait, the worse this is. Um, and that girl sat there the whole party. And like, at one point she was sitting with another girl and like looking, staring me and my friend down, like trying to figure out who it was. And eventually I was like to my friend, like, hey, it was me. I was the one. <laughs> but uh, I said bowl. I thought I said, you said bowl. I thought you said bowl. And yeah, I don't know. She was kind of a jerk though. Like. <laughs> I don't know who's the bigger jerk in that story. <laughs> so I am insecure about social things and sometimes it's reinforced. Sometimes people are offended by the stuff I say and they remember it for months and then they attack my friends and I don't defend my friends. <laughs> you know what? That type of insecure, I mean, it's true. We do get reinforced and that's the sad thing is that once it happens, we can get afraid of that happening all the time and then it happens once and we go, see, you know, that's true. And of course, of course yeah. I mean, of course, like the that's where it's frustrating. It's not like this thing isn't ne necessarily real. Some people have insecurities about things that aren't real. And we can I mean, there are people out there who are I mean, the anorexia and bulimia is a whole thing. Right. Where people think that they're something that they, they genuinely the brain tells them they're something that they're not. Right. I'm talking about that. I don't know. I hope I'm not saying anything insensitive. There's a, there's times when our brains trick us. And they say, hey, you are this thing or you're not that thing. And then we, we start to address something that isn't even there, right? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there are times when we're insecure about things that are kind of real, yeah. right? That are, that are there. I am kind of an And then the question is, <laughs> well, no. But then it also, it, you know, it's never so black and white. Like, no. no. The things that we're insecure about, I mean, maybe there are issues in only in certain situations. And of course, maybe sometimes we should. I don't want to say we should be insecure, but maybe sometimes there are things we should work on. Yeah. You know, no, uh, yeah, like I, I should, I should accept the fact that I murder people. It's just, <laughs> uh, you know what I yeah. mean? I have this insecurity that murder is wrong, but it's just who I am. Yeah. You know? usually those I, are the and I should, insecure I, people. Yeah. yeah. I should keep murdering, you know, <laughs> I should just. That's an extreme um, example, but. Well, yeah, but to make a point. <laughs> Yeah. And actually, I want to pick up on something that you said to me. I'm keeping this apparently about me the entire time. But like Good. you said that I, <laughs> I'm insecure about being mean and like I'm, I'm insecure it, about being a nice person or not. But like, mm. you know, you've known me since I was a kid and I wasn't really mm -hmm. a nice kid. Like I wasn't kind. That's so black and white to even say, you know, were you just not a nice kid? No, like many kids, mean. sometimes you were mean and sometimes yeah. you were nice. Like. That doesn't mean like what, but you seem to define yourself a little bit that way. How come? Uh, now I know that my mom is How, listening to this and it's really like throwing me off a bit. Um, why do I define well, but, uh, just, just, just me and you here, Aya. Let's, oh my God. Here, look, look at me, more. look at me. Everybody's listening. <laughs> um, yeah, why do I, I think, 
Okay, wait. We, you made a joke earlier that it is funny, but you said you have a little Aya Ishai in your brain too. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their little, which is a good I'm joke. Playing, and I'm playing, and I'm playing on, and I am definitely playing on an insecurity there, aren't I? Yeah, that's playing on that. Yeah, so now I feel the need to apologize, but also no. to address this. So no. I, but I also want to keep making that joke because it's objectively funny. I like it. It's uh, a funny, and we made it before. I was, but also because I also think that because of the self aware, like I'm, I'm hoping that you're also aware that that defining yourself in that way is so not nuanced and not true. Like ultimately not true. Just because we're mean sometimes doesn't mean we're mean people. Just because yeah. we're anything sometimes doesn't mean that's who we are. But if someone calls us out right. only on those, you know, enough times or at a critical moment, then it can stick with us that that's who we are. Now, am I someone who talks a lot and really fast? I think that's more accurate. I think I do, you know? I don't think, but is that always a bad thing? But maybe not, you know? Plus you're talking very slowly right now. Am I? I feel like I'm talking fast. Oh, really? No, you're talking slowly. I mean, I don't know. I'm also like, I'm not the slowest talker ever, but. But yeah, but going back, sorry to you being a, are you a mean person or? It's- no, I, uh, I don't, I don't um, huh? truly mean people I don't want to be friends with. And I love being friends with you. So huh. clearly, but I mean, I, yeah. maybe you, know. you just don't know. Maybe you just don't know. So that's then that's what a brain start doing. Is like, you maybe you actually don't know how I mean I am. Yeah. How terrible I truly am. If only no. you knew, right? That's a And that's also, a here's, here's another layer, right? You like to make jokes that can sometimes be mean spirited. And so do I, yeah. by the way. But I don't define myself as a mean person. You just right. because because it really is it's about intention right oftentimes now i can tell that insecurity comes out because you'll make a joke that is super funny a little mean-spirited but very funny and then you go oh no i don't mean i shouldn't have, i don't you know i don't mean yeah. that and you start to no, you start because... to censor yourself after the fact and it's like oh yeah i know yeah i know yeah. you're a great great person it's Thanks. cool between you and me i get it. it's a joke thank you you know okay so i mean there are a few things there because like one was when you say that there's an Aya Isha in your brain, that's the thing is I have a very mean version of myself in my brain that sometimes there's this commentary going on in there and I'm afraid that it's going to come out or I'm kind of grossed out. Let me cut cut you off for one second here because I realize we may be defining things a little differently here, right? You're saying the word mean. I I probably said that the joke was really to talk about your, your critical side. You're, I, yeah, you're a very mean, critical though. person. Not necessarily. Criti- being critical. I mean, I, I'm in an industry where criticism is, you know, film uh, industry being is... Being a judgmental dickhead is, every... is, is mean. So you see it as a judgmental dickhead. <laughs> but <laughs> is... Okay, so there's ways to be judgmental dickheads. And then there's also just being a little critical, like, you know, to have a standard, whatever, you know? Mm. Let's talk about me some more. Um, no, so... Yeah. <laughs> So I know I'm apologetic about things, but that's also like, I'll make a joke and then I'll apologize. But I mean, okay, that girl at that party is not the only instance where someone has commented on, on my, on my sense of humor being having a biting sense of humor, I think has been the, one of the terms. But that you weren't even being mean in that, in that case, that's not even like an example of that, is it? I mean, I, I wasn't being intentionally mean, no, but I mean, if someone thinks that I'm making fun of their English and it's not their first language, I can understand how someone would think that's mean. Although that girl clearly had a lot of problems too. Like, well, who does that? Like, I mean, she wasn't even <laughs> accusing the right person and she was like, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to take it she out got, on she was on a, she was She was on a mission. 
she was on a mission. Uh, I hope she's listening right now. She's like, it was her. But yeah. This whole time, she hasn't been able to sleep for she months. Hasn't. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> months later, she still totally cared. But uh, yeah, no, I've been told like by someone that, you know, I was, I was dating for a while, like, you know, you're great, but you have like a real mean streak. And I just remember thinking like, if this is what the person that I'm supposed to be like closest to thinks of me, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean that, I think that really stuck like him saying like, you have a real mean streak. I was like, I have a mean streak. That stuck with you. You, you, you added that to a definition of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause it, cause it did it, it rang as true when you heard it. You yeah, could see it that. Did. For sure. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes you know, it's, sense. It's almost like that, those horoscope things though. Like anybody can yeah, have you just a mean, pick out it's the such thing. a, yeah. yeah, you're picking it out. Like, Barnum have you effect. had a mean streak? Yeah, exactly. The PT Barnum effect. I learned. Like, you're picking out this thing. Like, is it true that you've been mean before it? That's, okay, sure. Of course. Yeah. Right. Does that a bit again to define yourself that way? I think one way to, to see whether or not that's true is look how much it matters to you that you're not like, you really don't want to be mean. But maybe I just care about what other people think of me and I don't actually care about what kind of a person <laughs> I am. Maybe I'm also I mean, why not? Why not? Um, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't know. It's, it's okay. something to think about, but just, I mean, from my point of view, I, I've known you, I don't know, all my life. And yes, you're as too a nice, kid, though. you like everyone, Josh. <laughs> I know you're going to yeah, say okay, really but, nice things about me right now, but it's going to make me feel. Well, actually, I was going to say as a kid, you were oh. pretty mean, but like, but, <laughs> but like, no, no, that, that's a joke. No, you. <laughs> no, but that's what we were talking about, too, though. Right. Yeah. As a kid, we, we had we weren't fully formed yet. Right. We are as adults being friends as we are and really getting to know each other. I know you're not a mean person. You know, do you have uh, a biting sense of humor? Yeah. Does that, is that going to go well with everybody's sensibilities? No. And some people are going to find that to be mean. And that's why sometimes some people aren't very compatible, but don't put that all on you. I mean, some people, <laughs> I mean, maybe some other people are a little yeah. sensitive. Maybe they're know? the jerks, but sensitive. <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> See, that was a joke. I know you're making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay not to yeah, victim blame anybody i mean you know no, but it's important to point out that there is there it takes two to tango you know sometimes oh that's good yeah that's very wise thanks josh i don't think i yeah, do, do i feel, feel like i didn't now? yeah actually i am i don't think i helped you with your problem as much as you just helped me with mine <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i because i you know what i'm not going to start i mean i i do try actively speaking in a way that is more clear that's but too I slow to that s- pisses me off actually. oh my gosh i'm pissing myself off and obviously Podcaster. i'm going <laughs> so i'm getting some positive reinforcement here yeah uh i like that you talk fast it's it's nice it's like get to the po- you know what i get to be when i'm working when i'm working on my you know i, I worked on this uh developing this tv show with three others for a few years actually mm-hmm. um we're still working on this and in the group, they see me as like the neurotic Jew. The heart, we're all Jewish, by the way. So just to point <laughs> that out <laughs> in this group, this is like we're making a show that involves like You're Orthodox Jews one. and the Russian oh, mafia. Yeah. That was I the one you I told were originally going to call Unorthodox. I was, and then somebody else made a show called Unorthodox. It is a really good show, title. though. So, yeah. 
It is. It is. Anyway, okay. Uh, moving past that, though, no, yeah. it's, digressions are everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you called me out for being, you know, digressive, I would say yes, and I'm proud of it. Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's fine. Um, but you know what? This show, working with these people, they started to define me as this really neurotic kind of all over the place kind of but they also see me as kind of a savant so I kind of like that so you know okay sure I'll play into that role a little bit because that's my role in this group Hmm. and sometimes I don't know there's something about about when someone defines you as something you there's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy aspect to it as well so you start to play the role yeah. Right. And sure. yeah. they were surprised to see that sometimes if I'm not in that group with those people doing that thing, I'm not like that. I'm not necessarily, I'm not, I don't have all those traits. I'm not as a, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. suddenly, like I suddenly come off as way more on the spectrum when I'm working in that group, <laughs> you know, but do you find that to be the case that like, it's very context sensitive? Do you think yeah. that sometimes you come off meaner, let's say in a certain situation than in others? For sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's also like, it depends on the people who know me and I I mean, how well they know me and how long, like the group dynamic, because sometimes like, I'll be happy being not the butt of the jokes, but like occasionally I'll end up in sort of the, I won't be the joker, but the jokey. yeah and I'm okay with that like by the way, that's the same in this group I was just telling you about. I'm often the guy who makes these certain fighting jokes by the way but even between me and you like yeah I feel like you sometimes take that role a little bit but I yeah I have a yeah. very dark sense of humor and I like to push the boundaries with my humor sometimes I appreciate Just, it well by the way that goes up that's at odds with my people pleasing side as well so oh, same here. I, I want to please people but I yeah. also want to push boundaries with my jokes but in this group there's another guy who's older than me who's kind of he takes this role in the group So he's the one who pushes the boundaries. So now I'm suddenly this person who's a check on him and always trying to bring him down and be like, Hey, come on, we got to get to work. We can't be, Mm. we can't be talking like that. We can't be doing stuff like that. If I'm like, if only you knew I'm you in this other situation, you relate to this. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like balance out or like, I I can't think of specifics, but for some reason that rings super true. Just a group dynamic thing. Yeah it's like a balancing dynamic thing. It's like, you don't realize I'm the you and this other. Yeah, exactly that. You're like you and I, like you, you, even when you talk to me, you're like, Josh, I'm like this, I have this, this mean streak and you're this nice guy who gets along with all his friends. And I'm yeah. like, you don't always, in some other situation, I'm suddenly the mean person and yeah. some other person is the really nice, you know, whoever it really is context sensitive, but that also, I guess it also goes to show that we're, we're triggered into certain traits as well around certain people so again knowing that this is all context sensitive to me at least that helps me resolve some of those insecurities because I know that doesn't define me in all circumstances Hmm. I know that it's it's context sensitive right that works for personality things yes personality things there's other things that are (laughs) so I think everyone I think even the most or maybe even especially the most attractive attractive people oh boy are we getting are we getting into body image stuff here (laughs) well so I mean like you know how I mean actors and um you know supermodels they're the ones who are the most insecure often even though Mm -hmm. you know we consider them people that we put up on a pedestal yeah because they 
they end up valuing that over everything because else. Because right? we like, put, but also society puts we, in yeah. there, we put those insecurities on them because we start talking about them in those, according to those traits. Right. And I mean, that's how they get, that's how they've gotten a lot of what they've gotten or like even, yeah. I mean, you could even go into the, you know, just girls on Instagram or wherever people are mm. where they're being pretty. And it's like, if that's how they're getting, you know, their positive reinforcement, if that's how they're feeling valued, then it makes sense that they, it makes sense. It's terrible, but it makes sense that they, that they value their physical appearance so that they start to see all the things that are wrong with them instead of just seeing mm -hmm. that overall or like you're fine they stop realizing that they're more than just society brings we're talking about insecurities like how much of this is society but we don't have to we always have a bit of a choice like you don't think society plays a huge role oh it does it for sure okay sorry that's a really actually society plays a huge role i mean i think it's getting it's getting better in some ways it's getting worse in others like i mean there are all these studies about like girls who are on social media when they're younger tend to have worse um like self-image things right uh whereas for Social men it media. make a difference necessarily yeah like compare because it's so easy to compare and people right. are posting like these ultra like beautified filtery versions of themselves and even if they aren't the fact that you're constantly looking at what someone wants to present to the world makes you feel shitty about your normal self we're seeing a lot of fake things out there thinking that's yeah. the ideal or the standard yeah. i mean that's a whole other that's but part of yeah. insecurities is comparing ourselves to others that's physically that's intelligence wise people do that yeah. they do it talent talent wise i mean yeah. i i went to film school all right so you did i'm tell us i don't know if you know this, this i went to yeah, film school Aya. This. yeah <laughs> <laughs> see now i'm insecure about talking about going to school. <laughs> no um, <laughs> no you're supposed to what, are you, what else are you gonna talk about i've talked about whatever I talk about <laughs> well I there's a point here in that I did I mean I was surrounded by people who there's so much insecurity when it comes to people's talents this is okay this was again it sounds kind of braggy this was the quote-unquote the best film school in the world right USC is ranked as such yeah. right but that comes with a lot of weight if you get into the quote-unquote best film school in the world you're going to be surrounded by, uh, by a lot of people who feel they have to live up to this, this standard, yeah. right? And they're constantly, I feel like, comparing themselves with each other. They're comparing themselves with other people who've made it in the industry. You know, I was fortunate, personally, when I started out making movies, I've talked about this before, but I made a whole bunch of stuff by myself in my hometown with nobody to compare myself to right. at the beginning. And I built up a uh kind of a i built up an uber of work and i said Ooh, that word yeah. not well but <laughs> and <laughs> yeah so so french and sophisticated and so by the time i got to school i felt very secure and confident mm. in myself and actually i i think this is a good point to i want to ask you what are you secure about not what are you insecure oh. about well, what are you Ooh. not insecure about? Flipping because honestly, here. because you no, know, because this is interesting because for me personally, I am, there's a few things I'm actually not insecure about that I feel like other people are, right? I'm actually not insecure about my abilities and my, um, what I can do. We, I mean, we make jokes about bragging, but I've worked hard to be uh, where I'm at and I am confident in my abilities. Not that I'm perfect or anything, but 
I don't compare myself to other people. I just compare myself to the last version of myself, which that's I think good. is, that's great. I that's think that's advice. the healthy yeah. way, right? Yeah. It is. Eventually, yeah. if you stop looking at everybody else around you and you just try to be better than you yesterday, yeah, I've yourself heard that yesterday, yeah, then eventually you keep doing that. And then you look back and you realize, oh, look how far I've come. Yeah. Right. And, you know, it's, again, it's, it's not easy to not look at other people, but if you could just kind of focus on your own improvement and to beating yourself in a healthy way, beating yourself uh, in a, in a healthy way, not like a fight club, um, uh, in the not office, a, not a fight yeah. club sort of thing. Uh, very on, on point though, with the uh, film analogy. Uh, but yeah, I think that that's something, that's something I'm not insecure about. You know, I like who I am, my sense of humor. I feel pretty good about that. Um, I'm secure in my friendships and my relationships in that way. Like I feel good about that and, um, in not being a bad person. And by the way, this is why I think it's really important to, uh, to be somebody who basically to be a good person who, who doesn't lie, who doesn't cheat, who doesn't do these things. Because when you do, you uh, chip away at your identity as a good person. Right. And then you become insecure even in that. Right. No, um, that makes sense. I have pretty like harsh, not harsh, but like, I don't even want to say morals, but like I've, I've kind of like a strict set of rules for myself mm-hmm. that like I follow yeah. so that I can feel like I am a good person. Which is another way of saying you get to feel secure and yeah. in that right it's, yeah. it's important to you to feel secure in that right mm. so my question to you is what are you not insecure about yeah I was trying to think but I was also listening but what am I not I mean there are lots of things I'm not insecure about I think I I have a lot of confidence in some ways um sometimes I surprise myself or sometimes I'm just arrogant maybe I don't know but like I think I I guess this is similar to yours in a way but like I don't question my ability to learn things like I think that like I I kind of like hearing about something I don't know about because I'm like oh I'm gonna learn about that and I'm gonna know about that thing too mm. and I get so much satisfaction about learning something new and like I just feel like it makes me a more interesting you're secure in your intelligence would you say and your ability to learn my ability to learn I don't know if I would say intelligence because I don't know I don't know like I don't think I'm smart in the way a lot of people are smart um there are a lot of things I'm not necessarily good at naturally it's more but do you feel I, like I'm, oh no I'm not I'm not smart enough do you ever feel that of course yeah yeah all the time but I I trust that I can learn things well enough so like yeah no I do I do wonder a lot of the time if I'm smart enough that's why I I jokingly say I have a PhD whenever I do something really stupid because it kind of like undercuts my own anxiety about not being smart enough you do have a PhD this is not even it's not a joke yeah but no, I know, no, I know, but it's that, that, what's the point of having a PhD if you can't do that? Like what exactly. Is... I'm like, what else this is what it's for? <laughs> um, yeah, what am I secure about? I think like whenever you're a girl, you're often surrounded by that like girl talky uh, body image issues. And I really it's not that I think I'm amazingly anything or that I don't have flaws. I know I do and like for example, I hate having pictures taken of me because for some reason my face is brutal in pictures. This is turning into just another. We all feel that. No, I feel that too. No, if you've seen pictures, I I have like seven chins that just it's like, oh, you're taking a picture. Let me let me extract the extra seven chins. No one see, see, I don't you. see that. No. I've seen pictures of you. We've been in pictures you together. Seen, you haven't seen the right pictures of me. 
Um, most pictures, <laughs> the right pictures. <laughs> <laughs> most pictures are brutal. So, anyways, that's. But I mean, people on Instagram, you know, they took ten thousand photos and picked the one. I can't. It doesn't matter. I just don't have a, like a face for pictures. It's turned into more insecurities. No, I I think overall though, I don't really feel particularly insecure about. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I'm Body image about stuff. My appearance. Body image stuff less. Like from the neck down, I re- feel. Re- you're like, <laughs> from the neck. <laughs> relatively speaking. Relatively. I'm relatively. Because girls are really, really insecure about I these things. Really I, again, I think society themselves. is. I think society is huge about this. For sure. What, you know who's not? I mean, I do think I'm men. Not done, Josh. Men, <laughs> men are the. Oh, I just want to say, I think men are the cause of a lot of, of problems course. in oh. the world and oh, insecurities. Go on. Sorry. Go on, please. <laughs> but I don't know. Sometimes there's definitely an element when it comes to girls insecurities but do you feel like men are the number one like are is it men that are, are saying these things or are mm. girls to each other I think, pretty so listen men are horrible in so many ways but no I don't absolutely I don't actually I, I don't I don't hate men at all uh although it, you don't have to hate them to know that they're horrible in I so did many like ways. yeah it's hard when like I was well we were kind of talking about this earlier but um well, up until recently, I've, I've been working at the crisis line at the women's shelter. And like some of the stuff that you hear just constantly every day, the stuff that you hear, it's it's kind of hard to continue uh, believing that men aren't the problem in a lot of ways. But I mean, obviously, I know lots of men and they're fine. So that's not <laughs> it's not a blanket statement. They're, they're like the number one danger to women. But yeah, exactly. I, and the number one yeah. danger to men is what, like heart attacks? Other men. <laughs> no, yeah. it's like it's and like other men. Like, let's be honest. Heart, di- like, heart, uh, it's heart disease. heart disease. I think other men are down on the. <laughs> for men, it's heart disease. For women, it's men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're laughing, but that's pretty. Dumb. We're laughing. It's um, not funny. It's not. We're laughing yeah. nervously. We're laughing on the outside and crying on the. You're inside. not insecure um, about your sense of humor, right? You know, you're funny. I don't know that, but every time I hear it, I'm like really happy. Every time someone tells me they think I'm funny, I. I think that's the best compliment I can get. Like, I don't know Aya? why. Yeah. You're really funny. Oh my God. I knew it was coming <laughs> and I still, I still love it. Uh, yeah. I think that is the number one compliment for me. Cause it, it encompasses so much. Like to be funny, you have to be like a little bit intelligent. You have to have like a, a bit of some, like, I don't know. Anyways. It's so, true. You can't just be, if you're really funny, like really sharp, sharp witted funny. Yeah then there's an inference that you're also super like intelligent in a way. You've got to be at least a little intelligent yeah. and like it's, it's got a few things to, and it means maybe you're entertaining, maybe you're fun to be around. Like it's got there's a lot, of, there's a lot wrapped up in there. there. I didn't think about that. I take it as the best compliment ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm not insecure, but I'm not particularly insecure about it. I, I guess I've gotten good feedback, but that's more of a recent thing. I don't think I've always been appreciated for that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm insecure. It's about really it. hard for you to. Are you, it's really are you, hard. Are you finding it hard to f- figure out things that you're securing? It's just hard to like. Yeah, I also. It's a good question to ask, this. isn't it? It is a good. You're question like we're talking to about ask. insecurities, not securities. Yeah, I was. I have a whole list of my insecurities here that I was ready to talk about. <laughs> bringing up security. Well, what do you um, like about yourself? Oh, I'm not ready for this. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, but I mean, I I don't think I'm as critical. Like, I don't feel like uh oh so okay what we were saying about body image with other girls so like sometimes we are very 
it's not even just that we're mean to each other about it, but like in general, women's magazines, other things like that, it's products that are, are sold to women. It's like this problem you didn't even know you had. Oh, now there, there are 10 products like <laughs> telling you that it's a problem and you need to buy all these things to fix it. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I just, so there are a lot of things that tell us that there's something wrong with us, but I think I really, so I think I'm fairly confident in that. That's good. Yeah. I have a different question for you, by the way, after oh, you finish all of next, your. Next. Yes, I don't have so, so are we done with, are we done with securities for now? <laughs> I'm done trying to think of a security. No, 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 no. Okay. I'll, I'll try harder. I'll try harder. I'm sure there's something and I'm just not like, yeah, you know what? Maybe sense of humor. Let's say sense of humor. I'm pretty secure about that. You should I be. I really funny. want you to say that. Thanks. You are funny, Aya. All right. Well, You're I mean, one of I'll the funniest it, people I... I know. Wow. That's it's true. Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, you know why, how I know this? I actually laugh out loud when you say things. I don't laugh out loud. I mean, you hear me on this podcast laughing. Yeah. I don't laugh out loud very easily with a lot of people. Really? Oh. It's, I, and I love to laugh. I, it, I need to be taken by surprise. And your sense of humor does take me by surprise. And that's what I like oh, about yeah. it. I like a good, sharp-witted sense of humor. I feel like I'm going to, I'm a balloon filling with helium. I'm going to like float into the air that's how happy these like compliments make me yeah so maybe that's something i'm secure i don't have to i don't it's not like i have to uh, people listening know they're not like going what what are you talking about like we've i've I've heard this yeah i've had people say i really love your podcast i'm like oh yeah and they're like yeah that girl that you you do with aya she's hilarious i'm like (gasps) that's so nice what are their names and what about what about what about me (laughs) 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 well they already know you're funny they already know that and my friends I, I think I think I'm a hit with my friends I'd like to think so yeah I'm sure they know I try you know the thing is that we're again sometimes you say mean streak but a lot of humor there's that sense of there's that there's that biting element to it like you said like good humor pushes those boundaries and it's all about intention and I guess the real question is sometimes is what's the in- intention there right it's good to have a good intention once you know your intention is is good I think the humor I think I think you could be more secure in being yeah. mean. Yeah, I still don't want to hurt funny, anyone's you know? feelings. Of course not. Of course yeah. not. And of course that that's why context matters. Where you do yeah. it, with who, what's the situation? Now that that's come up, but... I should apologize for episode five. Everyone, <laughs> this is a safe. Like, this is a safe space. We're in a religion safe space. and politics. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I offended you. I know I said a lot of things. I was trying to be funny. I was really trying to be funny. Okay. I actually thought <laughs> you I had to get that out of your. I did. Yeah, I had you've to. been so insecure about whether. I remember you're like oh my god what if I've offended people it's ridiculous because I also okay I did realize something I'm secure about I think I can listen to the sound of my own voice and I'm like okay that in my mind I was a lot dumber than I actually sound out loud so I think I am kind of secure about like that your own voice that's good my own voice I'm not I I can't stand that I can hear all my little you know all my little uh you know, some people do ums. I do way worse than ums. I have, I repeat myself. I cut myself off. You hear me. You guys can hear me. And if you're not hearing it as much, it's because Aya's editing it out. No, that's so. not. I only edit it out when you make me. I like it. I think it's funny. But I, sorry, like, it's like, get to the point, Josh. <laughs> like, wherever you're, whatever, whatever's in your head has not come out yet. <laughs> so we're waiting. You just did it, too. That's, no. it's just, yeah, there was, I tease you about it because it's funny, but I, <laughs> I, if it's a real insecurity, I won't do that anymore. But. Are you ever insecure like about, cause I, I'm confident with who I am in my head. 
What I'm insecure yeah. about is what comes out. For sure. I okay, know so that's, that's I'm like it. the most normal yeah. person in my head. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm the most normal You don't think so? I mean, not normal in I don't every think you're way, the most normal I, person in your head either, but yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe normal is not the right. I'm fine with who I am in my, in my own oh, head, good. right? I'm secure right. with who I am. Even if, even if it's weird, cool. Like, I'm, oh, oh that, my gosh. Yeah. If, you could, if you could talk to the person in my head directly, like, you'd be, this be, it'd be ah, slick. You know, that conversation would be. We just need a direct line be, there. We need to yeah, you need to direct, but there's, go, it has to get translated it has to go through like a whole bunch of processes and then come up my mouth. And by the time you're listening to what I'm saying, it's, it's messed up. You know what I mean? And I'm insecure I mean, about that. If the stuff in your head is even better. Cause like, honestly, you're fine. You're very articulate. You say very intelligent things. Like you're fine. You just, sometimes you, you'll, I'm not going to point it out because you know what you do, but like, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. And I mean, we all have something like, so I, I just said, like, I don't mind the sound of my own voice, but I sometimes hear that like cackle that I have or that high pitched giggle, which oh I'm God, sure it's the so listeners funny you say heard. that you wanted to cut that out at one point, And I'm like, what are you I talking did. about? You just it's normal true. laughter. Mm, okay. Even my, I've been imitated by my, like my grandma has imitated this laugh, even like other people, they're, there's like different versions, but like sometimes I'll laugh really hard and it'll just be like a <laughs> it's a high pitched it. giggle. It's it's brutal. nothing wrong. It's it's oh, normal. It's, it's so it's so real and it's there's nothing wrong with your laughter. It's great. You know, we all have I, my dad, he never does this. He never like makes fun of me. He's not that type of person. Mm. But one time I was just talking to him as I normally do, and I was saying a bunch of stuff. And finally, he just cuts me off and goes, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, Josh, you know what I mean? How about this? You know what I mean? Oh, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and I'm like, what? He's, he's like, your mother did the same thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I had to stop. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I would say, yeah. you know what I mean? And people probably hear me say this on the podcast, too, I'm sure. I didn't know I, until I, you told me this story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I, it's a, a filler or something that I say at the end of, of my it's sentences. A normal one. But... I don't even notice that I say it. He's like, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my dad, it, 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 it caused an extra bit of insecurity because my dad, who never points out things like this, yeah. pointed it out. Yeah. Like my dad has been noticing this and I, not only that, he related it to my mother. So it was like, it must be genetic or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. You can't help it. Though. And it's something, <laughs> but I have this, it's like, it's so specific. Where did I pick up? You know what I mean? No, I you know, know what I mean? is very common. I, I don't think that's. But where did I pick that up? Anywhere. Lots of people, you know what I mean? Is one of the most common like sentence enders. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I guess you know technically, I'm... but I yeah. say it up so much. You know how some people say like a lot. Um, yeah. I say I, like. I we both myself. say like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all say like. I, I figure so many people say like that we can get away with. I feel less bad about it. That it's yeah. So, of course, when you hear yourself more, like, let's say if you're doing a podcast, yeah. that stuff's going to come out. You know, and I make movies where I, I've been in movies before, so I get to really, that, that's, you know, imagine, as you said, like actors where people are really judged how they are on screen. A lot of people think girls just have these body image issues more than men. I don't know. I've, I mean, I hate even talking about it. That's how in, I'm insecure about it, but 
yeah, I have body image issues. Um, if I've been on camera, um, that's the first thing I'm looking at to see how I look on camera. And I'm never happy, you know, and, you know, whether it's, you know, my rubber banding weight over time or, you know, you say, I'm going for these runs. You were joking to be, uh, whatchamacallit, for me to be uh, not so hyper when we talk. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And yeah. you know what else? So I don't hate myself. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, as much I didn't know that because part. I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I really, I, you know, that's, that is a big insecurity for me. And, you know, other guys I know as well, anybody it's, it's, uh, you, it's not, and to me, actually, it's not just what other people see when they look at me, you need to feel good about yourself, you know, you feel good in your own body. And that's the biggest thing also for me, I don't always feel that. Mm. And, you know, that's a, Look, even saying this right now to you is like, I don't want to think about this more. It just makes me, you know, not happy, right? Well, I mean, it's, I think it's good that you're, I think it's appreciated that you're talking about it. Cause like, I mean, you're a skinny guy, like not skinny, but like, you know, that's you're objectively a, false. <laughs> you're a slim person. Is it? I don't know. I can't, yeah. I haven't, I only see you from, I don't know. Right now. Look, there's, everything's relative. It's not a, you know what I mean? It's not even, it's not a problem for my girlfriend. It's not a, yeah. but like, but Can for me. Can we point out like, that you have always had, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that on air. <laughs> no, but go I'm on, say, what, say something nice. <laughs> okay, Josh has had like a series of beautiful girlfriends, many of whom are also oh. smart, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> many of whom are also many of whom smart. <laughs> I think we're also at least mildly intelligent. So um, like, I mean, you must be doing something okay. Not that that's a measure of a man, but like <laughs> if only that was if only that was the measure, right? Um, yeah. You know, it's in my hard, mind, I mean, maybe it's like aha, I, I I tricked everybody, uh, or something. You know, we all feel that that's an imposter syndrome thing. But I mean, like okay, we, so that's actually my next. That was oh, my that's your next. I have it written down too. Oh, oh my go. god, this is our final <laughs> note. This is our final Please. thing, isn't it? I uh, define imposter syndrome for us. Mm. <laughs> no. You were taking a sip of coffee or whatever they said that you were, I was not prepared to I, define a term. I can't define things out of the out of my ass. Like that's not or out of the, <laughs> off the top of my head. Whatever the phrase. Either is. way, which, from whichever direction, defining imposter things is difficult. Syndrome is the sense that you are an imposter wherever you are. So, <laughs> so the sense that you don't belong. So, for example, like. Even if I had a job at a university right now, I could still think, oh, I, I tricked everyone into letting me have a PhD. I tricked them into hiring me for this job. Mm -hmm. And somehow I've tricked them into thinking I'm competent about it. I hope no one finds out my secret or, I mean, apply that to something more uh, relatable like anything else. Uh, <laughs> not what I just said. What's a normal thing? I mean, you're right, though. Do? Like a, a big thing for imposter syndrome is that I that feeling that wherever we are or that we've succeeded in whatever point we succeeded in getting to like they don't really know that I shouldn't be here. yeah that's and a way better you feel like I'm an imposter like I'm not um and of course in my industry too in the film industry hmm. you know there's been t look I, I as I said I feel pretty confident now in what I can do but the truth is I'm so afraid of that imposter syndrome right that well, are you afraid of having it or you have it and you're afraid? So here's what's confusing. I actually, because I, I never want to feel like an imposter, I like go overboard in making sure that I am qualified or ready for the thing that oh. I'm 
you oh. know? So, because I, I know that I'm going, I don't ever, where there's, a, there's like in business, there's a certain, there's a certain sense often that you got to kind of talk yourself up or you got to, it's all about presentation. I am terrible at presenting myself if I don't believe it myself. Other people, mm. they're able to like, to them, that's the fun of it, right? I'm going to, mm. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> it's basically bullshitting your, your way in somewhere, right? I, I can really talk up my work if I believe in my work. So I need to believe in it, right? Because I, I can't, otherwise I'll feel like an imposter. And I, I don't work well if I feel like an imposter, okay. right? So yeah, as I told you, in relationships, I can, I can feel that way, right? I, I know what it's like to feel that way. And I don't, I avoid it like the plague. Now, some people feel that way no matter what, right? Yeah. I'm lucky that I actually am working my way uh, forward in my industry in a way that I'm actually pretty comfortable with my abilities but of course we'll see if someone's like hey josh you're directing this new marvel movie tomorrow uh i might have a bit of that imposter syndrome being like yeah should i be doing this am i ready <laughs> like yeah. but let me i i hope i have that problem <laughs> yeah that'd be so, a nice problem to have yeah yeah it'd be a great yeah. problem to have us so i haven't yet been faced with that um but you know you you spent years getting a phd which is one of the most, you know, prestigious things you can get in our society. Everyone knows how much work, people don't really know. They know a lot of work goes into getting a PhD. They don't understand how life taxing that is. And yet, even with that PhD, would you say you, you can, you feel like an imposter? I mean, yeah. So even the PhD, part of me is like, did I get like a, like, does it count the same way that like, like, even while you were saying that, like, oh yeah, it's, a lot of work goes into I'm like did I really work hard enough like did I really get a very difficult one I don't know like I, I don't know I sometimes I feel like I tricked everyone into giving me a PhD yeah <laughs> you know what I think I believe Aya and I think this is true and everyone needs to hear this all those people that we know that seem like they've they've made it and they're they've done mm -hmm. really well uh, heads of companies and and whatever whatever the, the thing those people that we look up to I bet you they procrastinated a lot too. <laughs> I bet you. It's not even that. that. They, yeah. No, no. I, I'm just giving an, I'm just giving an example. Yeah. I bet you they're not like, we all imagine everyone's doing, must have, they must've done so much more work than me. You know, writers are always insecure about their writer's block. Like I can't get past this. Every writer has writer's block. Mm. You know, this is a common thing. Even the most successful people, it's the persistence, right. you know, to get where you are. Yeah, you know, the real, I mean, there are probably real imposters out there who just, you know, gain things by nepotism, you know, there are actual imposters, but if you are putting in effort and work, then going, well, I don't know, it didn't feel like as much work as it looks like other people did. That's where the imposter syndrome comes right. in, you know? I mean, it did feel like a lot of work. So, I mean, maybe I shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a lot of work. <laughs> so if it, it did make my life suck for a few years. So yeah, um, no, it, it that probably counts. <laughs> that's the, the, that's the, that's the, the measure. Test. If your life had as to long suck as your for life... a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if your life sucked for a couple of years, you earned it. Okay. What are the different things you can feel the imp imposter syndrome for? We know there's oh. work, relationships. What other things? Relationships. I didn't really think about that one as a What's the imposter syndrome? Like thinking you don't deserve the person you're with or like. Yes, exactly. Oh, you're, you feel like you feel that's exactly it. Or you feel like 
like I said, let's say you have some body way. image issue. I've you, never felt I don't You're like, you're like, they need, I'm a queen. <laughs> they, they should be thankful to be in my presence. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, go ahead. Yeah. Well, the so, truth is if you really, really, really are, let's say, I mean, you're into somebody, you feel like if you, that's, you, that's the whole purpose. You want to be with someone you yeah. put on this pedestal. Well, that's if they're true. on the pedestal, then how do you feel like you, it's like this paradox? Yeah, right? no, I'm sure I felt that way. I'm just being, I'm just being trying to be funny because you said that I was funny and now I feel like I have to live up to that oh my god oh no no um, I, we, we <laughs> okay Thanks, Josh. um yeah so you could be you could have imposter syndrome in relationships in jobs in anything successful even if like you had it even if you had it like let's say you did one of your own films and it got super successful you mm. might feel not that they have it like some of them I mean you have millions of views you might kind of write it off like oh but it's just because of this or it's just because of that you don't wouldn't exactly accept that is actually <laughs> you want to hear something interesting about thing. that? Yeah. That you bring I that do. up. So we do yeah. have a film. It's it's called Active Shooter. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, whenever we talk about the film Active Shooter in public, it's always like I, my my friend would be like, "Oh, how, oh yeah, you know with Active Shooter, we're like we should be quiet. We can't be saying that out loud. Name oh, we have to be careful when you say it. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's a big deal here. And the film does it deals with a. It's about a father who's just who's a, um, uh, on the day of a school shooting. A father suspects that his son is the shooter. Oh. Um, so it's a very heavy, heavy mm-hmm. film and it deals with some very heavy subject matter, right? And this film has 10 and a half million views on, on YouTube. Just, we didn't expect that, you know? Yeah. But who are these a lot of people are going like, yeah, who are these people? Yeah. We're like, wow, it's amazing. So much success. But you know, my brain is telling me, okay, when we released it and we kind of did this on purpose, which sounds terrible, it's going to sound terrible. But like, there was an actual, there was a shooting at YouTube headquarters oh. the day on like, I don't know if you heard about this. There was a time there was this actual there shooting was. at YouTube headquarters and we were planning yeah. to put it up on YouTube and we were like, oh, is gosh. it wrong if we put it up today? Yeah. Like people, it might get more attention and we don't know for sure, but like they ended oh, up people were probably doing... Googling active shooter YouTube. Yeah. So now we have this, Fine. we've always wondered, is it some evil reason that we've we gained success with this movie. It has a great message, you know. Or were you just somehow like a little, what's the word, prescience? Like you you knew what might happen, even though you weren't talking about a shooter at YouTube. But like, I mean, there's a safe bet that there's like a shooting most days in the US. So oh, like, no, no. But we knew the shooting had happened. And then we made the choice to put it up on YouTube that day. Oh, you hadn't already like had it and were like waiting to put it. You weren't like planning to put it up already. We were planning to put it up on YouTube, but we weren't we weren't going to put it up that day. We were maybe waiting a little bit, but we did put it up soon. We were like, we should put it up today. You actively chose <laughs> to post it on a day that it would get more attention because there was an active shooter at YouTube. Are we a, are we bad people or yes, are we smart people you're a terrible or people. both? <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> uh, I'd say, I mean, you didn't hurt anyone. I'd say like, I mean, we just, we just knew that, I mean, we're dealing with it. Some could say, yeah. Did anyone want, die or no? It, at YouTube? I think so. I think the shooter did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The know. shooter? The shooter? Yeah. The, uh, I guess it's still a human, blah, 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 whatever. Um. <laughs> so in our podcast about insecurities, we got into uh, <laughs> active shootings. Well, yeah, but anyway, point being, imposter syndrome. This this film ended up doing well, but 
now we have, you know, already we look at other things and go, it couldn't possibly be because we made a good movie or that right. it spoke to people. Yeah, it has to be this other reason. Right. Um, yeah, that's very imposter syndrome. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of insecurity to talk about. And the more we talk, the more comes yeah. up, at least for me, <laughs> exactly. for sure. Um, we really did. We really delved into some some stuff we did here. Delve in. Yeah, I think we did delve in. And I mean, the problem with having a whole list of things sometimes is that like, you'll probably talk about two of those things. So by no means was this exhaustive, at least, you know, I don't think this was exhaustive in any way, but I think we got to some things that hopefully um, that kind of gave us an idea of what, what it looks like from the outside sometimes, because like every time I have a lot of my anxieties that I brought up or a lot of my insecurities, uh, the way that Josh, for example, you see it, was very different from the way I see it. And a lot of the times that's the case, right? And, mm, and vice versa. The point of view. Uh, yeah, it's always, I think it's, in my opinion, it's a good practice to sometimes voice those insecurities and see like to someone who other will people. be honest, see how other people um, react. Because if you only keep it to yourself, often it grows into like a worse, into a worse thing, right? You're saying here, it just reminds, this is really the answer to all of our podcasts, if you guys haven't noticed, but empathy, empathy? is really important <laughs> here because when you can put yourself into somebody else's shoes and look at yourself from their point of view, hmm. that's not just helping, you know, we talk about how empathy helps, you know, other people and, you know, understand other people, but it really helps you understand yourself better too. Yeah. When you see how somebody else sees you and maybe it's not as bad as you think it is. That's why it's one of the reasons it's so important. You know, you'll treat yourself with more kindness and respect. Yeah. It's like often we wouldn't say the things that we say to ourselves to anyone else. Like I would never, mm -hmm. some of the, like, you know, the meanest things that you say to yourself are, are something you would never say to someone else. Like, I don't want to. Sometimes I say, I hate my, I hate myself sometimes. It's oh, true. I've said that before. I, 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 now in general, do I hate myself? No, thankfully. Okay, great. But there are times that I do. Oh. And then I, I think, wow, I would never say that. Yeah. yeah, I would never say that about anybody. You would never else. say, I don't, yeah. I don't wow. say I hate people. In fact, hatred is in itself is something I'm against. But mm. you hate, you know, because when you empathize, when you, well, <laughs> sorry, I just said you hate hatred. It wasn't. I, I hate hatred. There you go. But you know what? Uh, I empathize when you empathize with people enough. The hate goes away, and you, and understanding comes in. And even if you have issues with people, maybe it's pity you feel instead. Maybe it's, you can feel sorry that somebody else doesn't see something a certain way, but you, the hatred often goes away when you start to yeah, uh, use your empathy. True. But insecurities can also disappear when you use your empathy. So, yeah, on yourself, just turn that empathy inward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think empathy is a good note to end on as we often talk about it, but it really yeah. wraps things up pretty well yeah I hope otherwise, <laughs> otherwise so, uh, Aya, have, have any of your insecurities yeah. been been solved after this um well I don't know about solved it's not um, that easy right it's not that easy because they still show up and it often logical you know rational responses to your insecurities right. are not what solve them right you just have to you just have to keep pushing past them over and over again and say like okay I know I think I'm I think this about myself but here's all this proof otherwise. And I don't know, you just keep doing that until it sort of chips away at your insecurities. Um, do you think it's but, something, it, do you think it helps that other people can say something that help or you have to kind of, it, it still comes down to you and yourself? I think, 
I think it really comes down to you and yourself because if you really, I mean, it helps when people say things, right? Like, I mean, like I said, when you guys tell me, when you tell me I'm funny, I, I'm elated. <laughs> like I, I'm so happy. Um, but this is a pretty uh, straightforward one. Oh, I'm funny. Okay, pretty, good. Oh, I'm funny. Great. All right. Also even better um, when they just laugh. Or when, when they laugh, laugh, yeah. That's, that's the best because then they, it's not just what they're telling you. They can't even help it. You're so funny that yeah. they involuntarily responded. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, so that's a good one. But um, I think like needing other people's approval or reassurance also isn't an answer. So, I mean, it's nice to get it, but ultimately mm-hmm. you're the only one who can really treat your insecurities. And I think recognizing that is a pretty important step to actually treating them. Says a person who hasn't mm-hmm. dealt with her insecurities, but <laughs> isn't it whatever. great when you can tell people, give people advice that you can't I love giving yourself. advice. I do. I, yeah. <laughs> giving advice is the best. Uh, taking it. Not as much. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, please feel free to comment with your own insecurities. Uh, <laughs> Make just... us feel better. You feel better when other people list their insecurities. Like I'm hoping us listing these, maybe yeah. somebody will feel better about it. Like we all, you so. said to go, oh yeah, everybody feels the same way. I mean, and if they yeah. shouldn't feel it, if they feel we shouldn't, then maybe they shouldn't either, you know? Yeah. No, I think um, I think hearing people talk about the things that they're insecure about, often it's like, oh, they worry about that too. I'm not alone. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't speak for everyone. But... Although sometimes we get angry where it's like, you know, there's like Natalie Portman. Would, if Natalie Portman was up there going like, yeah. oh, my God, sometimes I'm just so fat. She's like, like, screw oh you, God, Natalie Portman. So much. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, she doesn't say that, and she's wonderful. No, she so doesn't. I don't want to, that's just a, a hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully this helped you think more about your insecurities so that you can. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully this made you dote on your insecurities more. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you're obsessing right now, uh, staring in the mirror. You have a sheet of paper with you, a picture of yourself, and you're just crossing out all the things you hate oh uh, uh, I I had someone tell me that that she did that once that she just circled really? all her yeah and I it made me so sad also because to me she was very clearly like I don't want to say she was like perfect but I was like I don't see anything wrong with you like you're crazy that's so much um, it's so often the case you know so like, statistically speaking yeah. that's probably likely and yeah. also I had I truly believe this when you're a good person when you're a good person to be around oh you look um, better like people you, people yeah. see the best parts of you and the side of you you know i i watch those late night shows often and i've noticed uh you know like seth meyers and them Mm -hmm. and when they point they they tend to make jokes sometimes about physical appearance with people but it always it's it's the worst people that they do that to and i realize that yeah they do look uglier when they're bad people oh for sure you do like right and it's easier to make those i guess those those jokes about their you know yeah. their appearance or whatever it is like oh he looks like a vampire he does because he's acting like one you know yeah um yeah we but then the nicest people we don't see that I genuinely no. don't like I look at um all of my friends generally I don't I'm like none of them are ugly even my well you are in LA beautiful I don't, <laughs> I don't think there's any truth by the way to the fact that suddenly it's like more pretty people in LA or anything like no. that I think that's I kind of a it. myth I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think, it, I mean, it's kind of a cliche, but you know, if you're a beautiful person on the inside, honestly, it, it's not you genuinely, it's very much <laughs> it's a cliche, such a cliche, but for a good reason. It is true though, to the people, especially the people that you know and love, 
they're not lying to you when they say that they think you're beautiful. Yeah. Like, like you really, that, that is what you emanate, you know? I have a story, but I think we're, we're wrapping we're up. Gonna, let's, so. let's, let's end with this story. What's the story? So this is one of my earliest memories, actually. I was in Gangani oh. and I was, I was like three. Gangani is what? Oh, I was in a preschool. It was called Gangani because it was like a little Jewish preschool. And um, I remember for some reason, one of the other parents there or something said to me, oh, you're so pretty. And I said, I was a, I, I was a little kid. Kids are pretty. You were right? three, right? <laughs> I was three. Um, but I had been told that before, like most little girls. And I said, yeah, I know because I had been told, <laughs> I had already been told that. So I was like, yeah, I know the last chick over there told me that too. So uh, no, um, someone had told me and everyone laughed. And my mom was like, Hub. and then she was like, come here, I, we need to talk. So I remember she took me out into like, like the benches outside and she was like, okay, so it's okay to be pretty, but it's more important to be nice and smart. And I was like, okay. Aww. And I remember that was like, wasn't a mantra exactly but like anytime like physical appearance came up that was like a thing that we would say she would or like that's so important to teach your yeah. kid that really is a great thing that she said I'm respect respect to your mother yeah no me too <laughs> and I mean it it really stuck like I remember it so vividly and I think like those were really words to live by in terms of like you get to pick whether you're nice and you get to pick whether you're mm-hmm. I mean, smart is a little more like, it's hard to say. I mean, smart can mean a lot of things, but yeah, you get to choose the way you are on the inside. You don't get to choose how you are on the outside to a certain extent. So I yeah. mean, it's okay to be pretty, but it's more important to be nice. Yeah. Smart if you want to go there. That's a great, um, it's a good, good message to end on there. Is that a good message? I, like that. I mean, that's, it's my mom's. I can't uh, take credit, but uh, yeah. Well, you st- <laughs> yeah. well, we give credit to your mother. <laughs> we'll give credit to her. Um, yeah, and I think I think that's all we have for today, right? We yeah. can go on and on about our insecurities, but I think I think nope, we've all good. had enough. <laughs> we're all good. Um, and thanks to Josh for doing this episode, even though this was not a topic you were excited about. I think you did great with it. As you know what always excites me is talking to you, Aya, and having a great oh, conversation, whatever, whatever so it might be. That's so lovely. It's true, though. It's true. Nice. You know, I do, boss, I honestly believe, tell, when you feel these things about your friends and stuff, you have something nice to say, say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, people want to hear nice things. Not, not when, it's fi- when it's not true, but if you're thinking, I was thinking that. I'm like, I should probably yeah. say it if I'm thinking it. Yeah. So yeah. just a little, yeah. little tidbit to leave with you. And- yeah. And if you liked this and um, if you like us, please feel free to like us on Facebook and mm-hmm. s- subscribe. You can review us. You can give us stars if you like. On, follow us. Follow us. That's the other one. And um, yeah. Thanks so much for um, joining us. Did yeah. I uh, where, wait, where can they follow us and subscribe and rate oh, and review uh, us? <laughs> <laughs> rate, review and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Is that better? Yeah, that was professional. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> but we mean and, it, though. Uh, <laughs> <we do. laughs> and uh, have a nice week. Bye. Bye.